0: I asked Dr. Erwin Hirsch, a Ph.D. psychologist and psychoanalyst, the question I've always wanted to ask a shrink. When you see a portrayal of an analyst in the movies, well, how does it make you feel? I hate seeing portrayals. I, I could practically never remember an analyst portrayed in any way that I wasn't annoyed, angered by in any medium.
1: Analysts, it turns out,
0: really do look at these movies.
1: I think that analysts are concerned about how they're portrayed, not so much having to do with just that they're analysts, but that psychoanalysis has taken a real downturn in the last couple of decades. Dr. Gail Saltz is
0: chairman of public information at the New York Psychoanalytic Institute.
1: And I think that they're trying to understand why that's happened, and certainly that has something to do with their image.
0: Analysts are portrayed almost invariably as powerful. The power to change people, the power to extract secrets from their patients, the power to recover memories for good or ill.
1: Try remembering. Let your mind go back to your childhood. Was it happy?
0: Ingrid Bergman treating Gregory Peck in Spellbound. I'm
1: haunted, but I... I can't see by what.
0: Can't have been too bad for the image of analysis, back in the days when the Europeans in Hollywood were all on the couch. Spellbound even used David O. Selznick's real-life analyst as a consultant on analytic matters. Not that it helped much.
1: And if we can unlock one tiny memory, it'll give us a key to
0: the others.
2: That's in the tradition of the... Cathartic cure.
0: Dr. Glenn Gabbard is a professor of psychiatry at Baylor College of Medicine and co-author of Psychiatry in the Cinema. His book lists more than 400 films which involve some form of mental health treatment.
1: My hand hurts. Your hand is remembering. Open your mind and the pain will leave.
2: Gregory Peck suddenly has his flashback to a repressed memory. It's burning my hands. Burning. And he's miraculously cured.
0: Pretty dramatic for an analytic session.
2: If you actually put a video camera in my office or any other therapist's office, it would be so boring that people would demand their money back. Nothing exciting happens, generally, in a therapist's office.
0: If only it could be the way it is in the movies.
2: How do you know she's willing to be psychoanalyzed? Or she will if I ask her to.
0: Fred Astaire analyzing, sort of, Ginger Rogers in Carefree.
2: Well, you do know that you have two minds, the conscious and the subconscious. Really? It works all the time, even when you sleep. It never forgets
1: anything. Is that true?
0: Then dancing together at the country club. What could a 1938 movie audience have made of that? In that era, the power, perhaps, to lift one out of the doldrums with a little analysis, a little dancing, meant a lot. In more recent times, the power of the analyst has been viewed with wild ambivalence. We like to see them godlike. We like to see them tender, and we like to see them mean. And talk about power. Sometimes the image is so striking it affects analysis off-screen. <laughs> Feelings are scary.
2: Someone will come in, like after Ordinary People in 1980. You
0: can't feel pain, and you're not going to feel anything else either.
2: And In this case, it was a, you know a college student who was in her early 20s, and she said, I was wondering if you can hug me... Like Judd Hirsch hugged Timothy Hutton in Ordinary People.
0: You're here and you're alive.
2: And I said, well, now, no, we have to that. use words here. This is psychotherapy. And she said, I know you're it's good. just a movie, but the point is it helped him.
0: I don't know what I would have done if you hadn't been here. Are you really my friend? I am. Count on it. I guess it helped Nick Nolte, too, to run into Barbara oh. Streisand in Prince of Tide. While she's analyzing his sister, she winds up expressing more than doctorly love towards him. Please take
1: me with you. Prince of Tides was definitely a time when I heard a lot of patients talking about this. Dr. Gail Saul's. Is it okay to do that or is it not okay to do that? Or I found that very disturbing, that analysts could be like this.
2: Yeah, let's do it. I'm pumped. Let's let the healing begin.
0: Such boundaries are routinely crossed in the movies, as they are in Good Will Hunting.
2: Do you buy all these books retail or do you send away for, like, a shrink kit that
0: comes with all these volumes included? Do you like books? When Robin Williams extracts humanity from a tortured Matt Damon in that film, the cathartic cure and the godlike shrink are one. It's not
2: your fault. I know. No, no, you don't. It's not your fault.
0: It was a statement that this can't work unless I really express a kind of a love for you that your rotten father or mother didn't do. And I express it overtly and palpably by hugging you, by telling you about my personal life, by taking you home with me, et etc. et, cetera, et cetera.
1: <laughs> Oh my God. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Oh the flip side of being a deity is being completely evil. They're very close to one another, actually. Analysts who explore the mind, that's very frightening for a lot of people, and they are either idolized or devalued, and those aren't very far from one another. Some analysts
0: are still reeling from Brian De Palma's dress to Kill, in which Michael Caine played an analyst.
2: No waiting. Go right in. The doctor will be with you shortly.
0: Dr. Gabbard considers it to have been a low point for Shrinks.
2: Michael Caine, whenever he got turned on by a woman patient, would dress up as a woman, take out his razor blade, and murder the patient in the elevator, which we think is bad technique.
0: Which brings us to Power Personified, the man-eating analyst.
2: What is your worst memory of childhood?
0: Death of my father.
2: Tell me about it and don't lie right now. Hannibal Lecter, of course, is the most evil. You're very frank, there is. And then you see some that are sort of hard-working but misguided, like Jeff Bridges and K-Pax.
0: I don't believe you're from K-Pax. I believe you're as human as I am.
2: I would say you're in need of a Thorazine drip, Doctor. I'd say right now we're getting a pretty good variety of positive and negative portrayals. Caroline, what
0: are you feeling? <laughs> a variety of shrinks. That really is all one can ask. <laughs>
1: I was driving him away, Dr. Sobel.
0: Looking at them, laughing at them, helps us audiences work things out.
1: I mean, maybe there's still hope.
0: Well, he did take out a restraining order against you, and I have to be honest, that's usually not a good sign. So when it comes to analysts in the movies, I can honestly say that... Time's up. Uh, for WNYC... Time's up. I'm Sarah Fishko. And we will continue next week when I get back from my vacation.
1: Oh!